Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, you may think, oh gosh, I keep on hearing people talk about the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial, and is it really that important? And according to this Twitter thread that I was following uh, this morning, actually, yeah, it is very important for some reasons you might not be thinking about. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hey. And of course, we've been sort of, you know, dancing around what we're learning that's coming out of this trial. And yeah. earlier in the show, even Bradley, you talked about uh, the um, the subject of anti fandom, where the people who are actively anti fans of Amber Heard have quite loud voices right now. Yeah. Well, I found this uh, this Twitter thread that's written by a writer by the name of Ella Dawson, and she's a sex and culture critic, um, and she's had writing published in a number of different publications like Elle magazine, Vox, Women's Health, etc. So she's really looking at the trial from the perspective of what it means culturally and specifically um, around like gendered expectations, et cetera. Right. And she she actually frames it a little bit in what this is doing to any progress we've made in the Me Too movement, specifically when it comes to people who have been abused or assaulted. And she says, yeah, people are talking about how maybe there's other things going on in the world and we should be focusing on that. But actually, this is a really worthy thing to be focusing on. Uh, And among the other things she brings up, she says, essentially, like at the very center of this, as we've said from the word go, this is about a defamation case. This is not about whether or not Johnny Depp is guilty of abuse or she's guilty of abuse because those are the conversations that people are having. Did he abuse her? Did she abuse him? This is about a, this is about defamation. Did she defame him with the article that was written and published? Right. But the conversations that are coming out of it are not necessarily about that. There's like a thousand of those. Yeah, exactly. And then she goes on to outline how abusers typically will use the courts actually to continue their cycle of abuse. Mm -hmm. And she brought up something that we have not talked about that I did not really give any thought to. Okay. Remember that this is being tried in the United States, Virginia. Yeah. Well, there's apparently an important reason that legal analysts believe that this, this particular case was brought in Virginia versus California or New York or any other state. Okay. Um, the what they believe is that th- this was brought in Virginia because they have a weakness or, or a loose understanding of what they call the anti slap law, and that's S L A P P, and it does not oddly it does like not mean slap, slap. Yeah. exactly. So the anti slap law it stands for strategic lawsuits against public participation, uh, and um, basically what it's trying to do is prevent or discourage uh, rich and powerful plaintiffs from abusing the court system to silence their critics. Okay. Right? So that's like almost exactly what we're talking about. Exactly. 
So the thing that is funky about Virginia's anti-slap law is that it's a little it's a little bit hinky. It's a little bit different than some of the other uh, laws that are in place in actually most of the other states of the union. And that there, this one, without getting too deep in the weeds, it doesn't have some of the checks and balances that other ones do, meaning at the end of this trial, the judge could say, hey, this wasn't the appropriate place to try this, but it doesn't prevent them from having the trial in the first place, right? So that judgment doesn't happen on the front end. It could happen on the back end, but it might not, Yeah. which then allows all of this to be played out in the court of law. Sure. Also, their laws about allowing cameras in the courtroom are different. So it's meaning that they are allowing cameras, which might serve a purpose to make things look a certain way. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. So what I think the implication here is, is that Johnny Depp, you know, is manipulating the courts or through his attorney manipulating the courts to do what I think we assumed was part of the goal of this trial beyond just the legal outcome, which is to manipulate public opinion about him. Exactly. Which seems to have been certainly very successful. I won't say successful in a real sense, but successful in terms of like maybe negatively successful, if that makes any sense. Like it might have muddied the waters enough that people will now question what they think about Johnny Depp in a way that's not as negative on his career. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, one of the things that she's she's not only arguing that in this text thread, but she's also kind of arguing that this. This entire display as we're watching this is actually an extension of a cycle of abuse because now Amber Heard is being um, put in front of everybody to share some of the most painful, awful stories of her life. And the details of them are the things that people are getting preoccupied with are not the important details. Um, They're the things I mean. To be fair, we've been preoccupied. Oh, of course. With the bed. Pooping in the, the bed. Poo. I just talked to somebody yesterday who was like, but what about the pooping in the bed? And right? I was like, my God, everybody, that's all they want to talk about. Right. And that's actually, I mean, that is, included, that is actually, that's actually kind of evidence of how this is playing out. Because that really, at the end of the day, has little to do for us, which we don't matter anyway. But that has little to do with whether or not that article defamed Johnny Depp. That's sort of an an intimate detail about the uh, dynamic in their relationship. Yeah. That, I mean, this case is going to require both parties to burn it all down in the sense of you have to make the other party in front. Of, I would imagine I'm not mm-hmm. a legal expert, nor am I uh, in any way legal. I mean, I'm legal, whatever. Anyway, my point is um, they need to destroy the other person's character to that jury such that a, they don't believe that this is about defamation or B, that they believe this is about defamation. Right. right? So each side benefits from the other's character being assassinated in open court. Mm -hmm. And you may think one of those impulses is more virtuous than the other, but I don't know that, um, that the, the fact that they are both engaging in character assassination is, um, anything other than what we're, we've been seeing in terms of all these reports about like different tidbits coming out in the trial. And to be, I mean, to to be honest, the fact that we're not lawyers is partially why we're getting preoccupied by, we're not part of the legal system. We're not looking at this. People don't look at this through a legal perspective. People look at this through the salacious, 
like tell me the dirty details of all the things that went on in the curiosity piece. Yeah. Um, but this this uh, this author on Twitter, Ella Dawson, um, she goes, you know, she pretty beautifully argues that this is going to actually have insidious damage on how um, domestic violence cases play out across the board. It will make people more afraid to report things. Um, Any progress we've made, this might be kind of pulling us back because um, she also shares some thoughts from some legal experts or from lawyers who say that they have clients that are even second guessing whether or not they want to go forward with their own cases because they're watching how she's being treated in the public forum. And, you know, what's interesting, though, is what I will what I will put. And I don't know if she puts any particular onus on, uh, you know, parties involved in this experience, but I would imagine that it's really at the end of the day, social media that is providing the worst um, platform for this stuff to happen more than, you know, you can say cynically Johnny Depp through his attorneys knew that. And so are utilizing it. And there's also some question about whether or not they're like paying on the back end to like fill the media full of some stuff, conspiracy theories, but, but you know, like, I think it really is just another indication that social media is not a good place to have these conversations because people show up for all different reasons. And I don't know that they benefit any of us. All all it makes people do is, you know, misunderstand what they're looking at. Right. And then share their misunderstanding yeah. with other people. Yeah, Because like I am not legally informed, but I sure got opinions. And guess what? I'm going to share them. And guess what? Mm. We're going to share some opinions about things that we're watching when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Well, usually we have our friend Paul from Paul's trip to the movies here with us to tell us what we should be streaming. Holly is dancing and it's entertaining me on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 107.1. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Uh, But Paul is taking a little time off, much deserved. And so in the meantime, in between time, we'll just tell you what we're watching uh, with a little here's what we're watching live. You you guys watch that television show together, don't you? Team Cobra presents Here's Here's What We're Watching Live. What you watching? Oh my gosh, you guys. So this actually was on two days ago, and I just watched it last night with my daughter. The premiere of So You Think You Can Dance. Now, early... It's still on. Well, it is still on, but it kind of wasn't on for a little while. It went away, and then now it's back, which is like the big headline, and it has it's all new. Okay. Um, they did that thing that they do with all competition shows where it was great, and they had a great structure, and people liked it. And then it got and then tired. Kind of got a little tired, and so then they tried to tweak it and do different weird Let's things Let's get amazing it. judges who can then fight on stage. Or, like, I don't know. I can't even remember. American they, Idol. Yes. But they would do like tweak other things about the competition and like try to throw wrenches in it. And then they had Ellen as a judge. And that was dumb because Ellen doesn't know anything about dance. But she dances at the beginning of her show. Yeah. She's a dancer. Mm. But she also didn't. Yeah. She didn't sing. Oh, she was terrible. She was on American Idol. Yeah. Oh, that's right. But I don't think she now that I'm thinking about it, that's where she was a real judge. But she did show up as a guest judge. on so you think you can dance. I mean, so dumb. Okay. Long story short, they have a whole new panel of judges. 
and they're starting all over and it's going to be great. And I'm very excited about it. So I watched it with my daughter. And do you know who the judges are? Who are the judges? I don't Thank you because for I asking. have not seen the show ever. So one of them you don't know. Maybe you know him. His name is Twitch. He goes by Twitch. He, I mean, the name sounds familiar. Wait, the, isn't he like a DJ? He is on Ellen. Yeah. But oh. that's where he got his start was on So You Think You Can Dance. He's, yeah. a, pop and, he's a popper and a locker. He does the popping and the locking. Um, and he's a great dancer. Actually, he met his wife. On that show, they're married. They both still dance. They're like people and they do things. But he's one of the judges. So he's great. Okay. Wonderful. Yeah. Has a history on the show, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Matthew Morrison is one of the other judges. Oh, from Glee? Yes. Okay. Interesting. I did not remember that he actually is a dancer and like can dance and does dancey things. So he's a great judge too. And then the third and final judge. Who I think is sort of playing the role of the lead judge, Jojo Siwa. Oh, that's that makes perfect sense, right? Oh, yeah, because she actually is a dancer. Jojo with the bobo, but she does not have her bobo any longer. No. but she still has no, saw, her voice. I saw a weird headline about how touting the fact that she likes to wear feminine clothing when she has short hair because it makes her feel like she's. It was something about like Ben, not gender. What do you? What do you like? I'm trying to remember the exact words. I will find the exact words before I um, confuse the story any longer. But I was like, oh, that's interesting because, um, like, I think she's just in this part of her life where she's deciding who she gets to be. Oh, yeah. That is not applied to her by her parents and or corporate America. Yeah, or like, yeah, Nickelodeon specifically, right? So she's definitely kind of feeling into what her next stage is going to be. And listen, I think it's really interesting because we asked the question for a very long time, who is, how is Jojo going to grow into adulthood? How's she going to grow, grow? And how's Jojo going to grow, grow? It says, uh, the headline, just to finish the story, Jojo Siwa says she likes to dress more feminine with short hair. I get to break the stereotype. And um, I want to be like, well, I mean, I'm glad you do, but I think people have been doing that for a long time. But again, this is about self-expression. Yeah. So for her, she, because her mom told her for years, absolutely not. Can you have short hair? Yeah. And then I think she decided to grow, grow. Yeah. And then she cut her and hair. Said, no, no. And she said, no, no. And, and now she, she and now she's on. So you think you can dance and she, but listen, like I said, the hair is gone. Some of her kind of, the Bobo is a little okay. bit gone, but her voice is not gone. She she's still screaming. is screaming. Oh my God! Like Sam, Sam Kinison style. <laughs> my daughter was like, why is she oh, yelling? <laughs> my God. My daughter was what? like, She's got a microphone. Why does she need to yell? I was like, I've been asking that for a long time. Anyway, it's, you know, listen, it is a good summer watch. If you like to watch dance or if you have a kid that dances, it's super great. We're in the preliminary rounds. So then they do this and then they go into the second round of auditions and then they go into the performances. That's where it gets really good. How many times a week is it on? I think it's only on once. Okay. Well, because sometimes those reality shows are on multiple times. Right. No. And I think it used to be on more than once Did you say Jennifer Lopez? No. Because didn't she used to be connected somehow? She, no, she was, she had one called World of Dance, which was like kind of a a take on So You Think You Can Dance. Because when So You Think You Can Dance first came out, it was one of those hot things. Wasn't her ex? Chris. No, the dancer. Wasn't he a part of one of these shows? Maybe it was the one she was, duh, that would make sense. Yeah. 
What was his name? Remember the Chris, dancer? Something Chris something. Well, there was Chris Judd, the ex-husband no. dancer. Then there was like Casper Smart. Casper Smart. Yeah, he, yes. they never married, though. No, no, they just dated yeah. and looked hot. But anyway, yeah, it, they did that thing when So You Think You Can Dance had first started and it was super hot and they tried to like spin it off in weird different ways on different channels, kind of like how American Idol walked so that the voice could run, for example. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, that's a thing and you should watch it and uh, it's on Fox. All right. Thank and you. you said what night? Because uh, you watched it ahead of or after the fact. So it's on on Wednesday night. Okay. Awesome. Fox Wednesday. Yeah. What, are, what are you watching? I'm not really watching anything in particular, but I will tell you I'm excited about uh, something tomorrow that I'm going to be watching. I'm going to be sitting in a theatrical reclining uh, chair and watching Downton Abbey, the Ooh. second chapter of the theatrical experience i okay because i didn't see the first one i don't know how they go about telling the story in movie form is there like a time jump i know that they're going somewhere else in this one no not really i mean you know there it it is in future time but it's not like they're jumping to like 1984 (laughs) but there's not a huge gap right because otherwise right helen mirren uh Dame Maggie Smith. Or Maggie Smith. I'm yeah. sorry, not Helen Mirren. Maggie Smith would not be around. Right, right? that's Because her character true. is like too old. But yeah, no, they, it's it's literally just like an episode, but made in, uh, you know, on the big screen. Oh, I love that. Better, you know, bigger costumes. Well, I will look forward to hearing what you think of that on Monday. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we're going to do Spot the CSI. We need a contestant. 651-641-1071 and you'll win something. Colleen and Bradley. That special thing that we like to do called Spot the Crazy Stupid Idiot on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. This is where we have a contestant who will listen to us deliver these dumb people doing dumb things and decide which one of them is an actual real story that we would call a crazy stupid... Idiot! Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. And sometimes other places. Like... Well, first we're going to start with our contestant. Shall we meet her? Let's do it. We've got Amy on the line. Hi, Amy. Hi. Now, Amy, are you particularly well-versed in the art of spotting a crazy, stupid idiot? Yes. Oh, good. I do it all the time. <laughs> okay, right. perfect. So here's what's going to happen. Each of us is going to take a turn telling you about a dumb person doing a dumb thing. Somebody that we would deem is a crazy, stupid idiot. Two of these stories are completely fabricated. One of them is absolutely true. And your job, your mission, which you've already chosen to accept, is to spot which one is the correct, is a real story, a real live crazy, stupid idiot. And Amy, I've got really good news for you. If you do so correctly, we have a gift for you. And that comes in the form of a Team Cobra t-shirt. Ooh. So choose wisely, Amy. Okay. Okay, now we're just going to, you can just hang out right there and we're going to get going on our crazy, stupid idiots, okay? Listen closely and we'll come back to you when we're through us all, okay? Okay. Okay, so first of all, friends, we are going to Key Largo, 
Florida. Oh, okay, good. And we are going to meet a 19-year-old woman by the name of Janiah Shimiracle Douglas. Okay. She is from the Homestead area of Florida. And uh, she was driving along uh, at 8 a.m., just before 8 a.m. on Thursday morning. She was on Card Sound Road in Key Largo, uh, driving her Toyota sedan. But she was speeding, and she was driving recklessly. Recklessly? Recklessly speeding and driving. Uh, And uh, a cop saw her doing this and uh, turned on the lights. But the driver, who we now know is uh, Miss... What did I say her last name was? Douglas did not immediately pull her car over. Okay. So the cop followed her for quite a little bit. And then finally, eventually a few miles down the road, she did pull over at the intersection of Card Sound Road and Overseas Highway. Now, uh, the cop came to the car and was like, hey, you know, you were going, you were speeding and then you were driving recklessly. And then I tried to pull you over and then you didn't pull over. So we're going to need to, you know, take in. Yeah. And none of that is crazy, stupid, idiot worthy. Mm-hmm. Right. But what happens next is the crazy, stupid, idiot thing. Okay. So what happened next? She was like, oh, good. Because getting arrested has always been on my bucket list. Um, no. 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 She, she wanted t- to get arrested? She told the cop that was her goal. Oh, Okay. So that's that mission accomplished. Cra- yeah, that would be a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah. So what happened? She got arrested. They were like, she fine. fulfilled her bucket list. Fine. And then she died. Here you go. No, just, I know she didn't. I, oh she didn't. I, that was not true. She, she didn't die. No, but she did go to jail. And that is exactly what she wanted. So okay. there you go. All right. So crazy, stupid idiot. Number one, the lady who wanted to get arrested from her bucket list. Yes, it was on her bucket list. Now, next up. The next crazy, stupid idiot that we will deliver for Amy to spot the crazy, stupid idiot, Bradley Trainer. All right. I'm going to tell you a story today. We're going to go to Utah. Utah. And if I remember correctly, I'm just looking quickly. This was Littlewood. I've never been to Littlewood, Utah, but I'm going to tell you about two sisters. In fact, they are twin sisters ah. from Utah, and they are facing felony and misdemeanor charges Oof. after spiking something. At a birthday party, but it is what they spiked and what they spiked it with and what the birthday party uh, was and who it was for. Oh, my gosh, so that's a of, lot. That's there's a lot. lot. Actually, it's mostly about like whose party got spiked okay. that earned this story. Crazy, stupid idiot status. Okay. Can I guess? Yeah, sure. Guessing was, is always fun. It was the great grandma's um, birthday party and they spiked a volleyball at her face. No, that's cute. But you did get <laughs> grandma. The word grandma's oh, in there because okay. this was at a grandmother's 93rd birthday party. However, to add another layer, this particular crazy, stupid idiot, it wasn't just any grandma's birthday party. It was one of the women's ex-boyfriends. Ooh. Grandmothers. Okay. Birthday, birthday party. party. Yeah. Okay. okay. So we're, I'm talking about, remember, twin sisters, Tammy and Tanya Dahlkamp. Uh, they are 49 years young from Hobbs, Utah. Hmm. They were arrested on Tuesday after investigators um, determined, as I said, they had spiked something at this birthday party. Um, do you want to guess what they spiked? Uh, grandma's Metamucil. <laughs> no. It was a birthday party. Like more than one person got spiked. Oh, okay. So probably the cake. 
No. In fact, it was uh, some some uh, yummy bits that they had prepared themselves. Oh, okay. So they brought the food, and the food was well, spiked. And here's what I found interesting. It turns out they actually run a catering business. Oh. And uh, they made some meatballs, uh-huh. and they spiked the meatballs. With weed balls? They weed, were weed balls. They were weed balls. Uh, at the Sunhaven Senior Living Center in Littlewood, Aww. Utah... Uh, where Bernice Taglauer, aged 93, was celebrating with her friends. Aww. Also, Bernice, the grandmother of Tanya's ex-boyfriend. Oh. So they, so the ex-boyfriend, which also, can we talk about how dumb that is? She's getting really, retribution on granny? Do, well, that, of course, the crime itself yeah. is dumb, but also like having your ex-girlfriend cater well, your yeah. grandma's party. I mean, that's just dumb. Um, apparently one of the 80 something year old party goers told police that she'd quote felt ill and was having crazy thoughts. I'm having crazy thoughts. Don't you just feel bad for like yes. the old people who are like getting confused and yeah. not knowing why. I mean, it's one thing to do it willingly, right? Yeah. Anyway, so, um, they were arrested and as I said, both charged with felony tampering and misdemeanor Oof. drug possession. Again, Tammy and Tanya spike in the meatballs. Mm. Holly. Yeah. It is now your turn to present your crazy, stupid idiot for our friend Amy to decide and discern which is the real live crazy, stupid idiot. Holly Roberts. What do you got? Woohoo! We're going to Missouri or Missouri. Missouri. I don't know which way you want to say it, but both ways are right. So we got to go to Joplin, Missouri, and we've got to meet a 19 year old. Who has been arrested for a senior prank gone wrong? Ooh, Ooh. tis the season. Yeah, and see, the thing is, when you're a senior, you turn 18 and then 19, and then you're responsible for situations. You're you're supposed to be an adult. Yeah, well, the prank was is that this guy was attempting to fill his principal's car with balloons, and then, well, you know, things happen. He shifted the car into neutral. And then bye bye. He le- after completing his mission, he didn't realize it because you know they weren't on a hill. Oh. He left the scene, but later when the principal returned to the car, uh, he slammed the trunk, and it caused the car to move forward. And Ugh. then, oops! There's a ditch in front of my car, and there goes the car. Bye bye oh, no. in the ditch. Yeah. Womp womp. Now, there was a lot of damage done to the vehicle. Yeah. And, you know, like over $1,500 worth of damage. So can things you, start to kick in. But can you even shift a car into a different gear when it's not on or when it's just like in park? Well, uh, beats me, but apparently the principal. Can you shift a gear if. It's- like, like when your car is off, I can't turn my gears on my car. Like, or I can't. If I'm stopped and the car is off. I can't put the car into... Well, it depends on if it's an automatic or not like a manual. I feel like you could. Oh, maybe you could. I don't know. I'm not going to pretend like I know anything. But what I do know, apparently, is this kind of vehicle had a recall because there was an issue with the car's gear shift and that uh, even oh. when the car was off, oh. it was like... Got it. Yeah. So that, you know, surprise! But the car ended oh. up in the ditch. Yeah, the car ended up... Unceremoniously yeah. and caused lots of damage. And the yeah. 19-year-old ended up in the jail, I bet. Well, yeah, he He's was going to have to answer He's for gonna, his crime. Yeah, he went bye-bye in somebody's car car. Yeah. Not the not, principal's. No. And it was probably in drive and not... Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. a little, little yikes there. 
Okay, let's welcome Ooh. Amy back to the party. Hello, Amy. Thank you Hi. for waiting. Amy, now your job, uh, your mission, should you choose to accept it, which you already did, so it's too late now, is to discern which one of those stories is actually the real crazy, stupid idiot. Is it the woman whose bucket list item was to get arrested, the twins who spiked the meat bulls, the bulls, or the senior prank gone wrong? And show your work, Amy. I'm, I, I was going between two and three, but okay. I'm going to pick two because a 19-year-old is kind of old to be a senior in high school. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. So you think the so meatballs... The meatballs is the real story. Yeah, I'm thinking meatballs. Well, Amy, uh, Amy believes that the twins who spiked Granny's meatballs is the real crazy, stupid idiot. Survey says. Oh, Amy! Oh, Amy! I'm so sorry. (laughs) We did our job well. Do you have a second guess, Amy? I'm saying then I would guess three. All right. Holly, uh, was it number three, the correct story? Uh, Amy! (laughs) It was our Florida woman whose bucket list item was to get arrested, which indeed she did. She accomplished the mission. But you know what, Amy? We're nice, and we're just happy that you spent your time with us and listened to us play that silly game. We're going to give you that T-shirt anyway, okay? Yay, Yay, thank you. Yay, Amy. I need your info. All right, Amy, stay right there. We're going to get you that T-shirt now. That was not easy. I mean, you know, those those were all legitimately possible, plausible stories. It's true, right? We've been doing this segment long enough. We know what kind of dummery uh, people are capable of. That is for sure. Ourselves Uh, included. We will play that game again next week. And thank you all for... listening to us play that silliness when we come back on the colleen and bradley show we're going to play another game and that game is called the throwback after this on my talk 1071